Bearcat community, and welcome to another edition of Tim with Todd. This uh, episode of Tim with Todd is brought to you commercial-free by our gracious sponsors, Ashley March Photography, Pelzel Printing, Southern Junkies, Pilot Point Post Signal, Chandler Cabinets, The Nutrition Den, and Dana Walker of Germania Insurance. Mr. Southern, we're almost a week into this thing. We are. Um, you know, not just looking at the, the first week, but how's the first day of school? The first day of school is probably one of the best I've ever seen because I've never seen so many people happy to get to school in my life. Uh, I went to the elementary. I, we've, we've gone around a lot of the campuses and, and checked them out a lot. and We've been very visible, but I started off that morning at the elementary school uh, campus and I went in there before the kids got in. And I could tell the teachers were running a little hot. They were a little, little anxious. They weren't sure how the procedures would go. We have kids backed up out to, you know, 10 miles out the door. And uh, as soon as the kids started getting in, they saw the procedures working. They were getting in through quickly. You could just tell the whole camp just kind of, just kind of chilled out. And they were like, all right, right, let's go. And uh, it was great. I, I got so many positive comments from teachers and the principals. And I don't think it could have gone any better. I really don't. You know, it was first day of school number 15 for me. Mm -hmm. um, I expected it to be really, really awkward. Mm -hmm. And it really wasn't. No, it wasn't. I mean, the kids were excited. Yeah. Kids were kids, uh, but they were, they were, I think, more amped up uh, the, to get there. The only difference is I said hey to the kids in the classroom, and then I had to turn around and say hey to my three online kids. Yeah. You know, and that's a little different. Yeah, it but, is. Uh, but it's been awesome. It, it really has been good. So we put a whole bunch of new procedures in place. Um, from from your vantage point, how are those procedures working? What feedback are you getting from the campuses? So far, I think they've worked well. Uh, what we've do, we're doing, of course, we're checking temperatures, which we don't have to do, but we're going that's you know an extra level of, of defense or protection or sure. whatever you want to call it uh, as the kids come in. Uh, you know, what we, after we check their temperatures, we ask them the questions, get them in, and we watch them like hawks. And so, uh, you know, we have had some kids who have gotten sick during the day. And just as a precautionary measure, we will, we will get, them, get them in the nurse's office quickly uh, and uh, call parents and get them out of there. And, you know, some extent, are we going overboard? Maybe. Maybe you can argue that. But we've got to just be super, super cautious about everything right now. Because part of the problem with COVID-19, as everybody knows, is, is that the symptoms of it fall under, I mean, everything. From headaches to, to vomiting, upset some. I mean, it's just everything. And so, so far, there have been no positive cases. Uh, just because we sent a kid home doesn't mean that the kid has COVID. Uh, but we're just taking a, a, a step that we feel like we need to take. And uh, once we get the kid, uh, parent comes to get them, we, we get the kids out of that classroom the kid was in, we scrub it down, move them back in, and we keep on going. And, uh, you know, we've been very, the parents have been very good. We've had this happen several times so far, and we need to continue it to happen, is that we'll have parents who are being very conscientious who will actually call up to school and say, listen, kid's not feeling great, not sure what it is. I'm just going to keep them home and let's just see what happens. And that is exactly what we need. That is exactly what we need. Well, it's a, it's a huge responsibility in that that's the responsible way for the, yes. for the parents to handle it. Um, now, with the, the quarantine process and the, the letting kids go home or sending kids home, how many positive cases of COVID-19 have we had as a district for this first week? Zero. We have not had any. And we've had, uh, I would say probably, we probably average probably somewhere, Travis, around about three to four kids that we send home a day just to be uber, uber safe. Is that district-wide? Yes, it's okay. district-wide. Three to four kids a day. That's the wisest and, decision, though, is to 
any just get them out quick. Get, 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 get them, them out home quick. and then sort right. it out. And that and again that goes back to we have a you know it's a fluid situation, so our design is instructionally set up to be fluid as well. Not sure what's going on. Get them home. Let them go online till we figure out what's going on, and then the kids finally come back. And and everyone that we have sent home, I would say probably. And this is not exaggeration. I would say probably at least 90% of those kids that we've sent home, parents went and got them tested and they tested negative. Uh, we've had three or four teachers that we have had tested that they didn't feel right. They went and got their test, fine, negative. Everybody's been negative so far. And that's like the last podcast we talked about. That's the benefit of this year. If there is a silver lining is they're not falling behind Correct. in school. You Correct. just Correct. send them home and they yes. right back up. That's exactly right. Well, and I had that uh, that same experience in my own classroom. I had a, a kid that was absent, and so um, they weren't a normal online student. But I just went ahead and sent them an invite to my Canvas conference, and they just logged in and came right they, in. And they didn't get counted. Yeah. They didn't get counted absent because they were they were there. Right. Um, and right. so it, it's really been working well at the high school. Um, now, I was talking to you at the volleyball game last night, and you came over there, and you mentioned a funny story about notifications uh, of, <laughs> uh, I don't know if it was a, a positive test or uh, somebody sent home, but um, can, can you explain? I, I, I thought the story was hilarious. Well, I don't know if it's hilarious, but we have, we've got it set up with a nurse's system. I mean, everybody knows that I am to know immediately if they have a suspect or, or, or anything. And so we have a system set up between the four nurses and myself that uh, I've got, we have a spreadsheet going and it notes what kids out, why they're out, what we know about them, have they tested positive, have they tested at all, are they negative, those sorts of things. And so my computer, we have it set up where my computer will ding every time. And I mean, on the, on the moment's notice, it will ding as soon as anybody puts something in that spreadsheet. So I'm sitting here yesterday and all of a sudden my computer starts going ding, 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 ding. And I'm like, oh my, what is going on? You know, I feel like I was in, in Vegas or something, you know? So I get on this, I get onto the spreadsheet real quick and I and I see some things and I don't see anything major. And so it was happening at the intermediate school. So I called the intermediate school nurse. I said, what is going on? What is it? She goes, oh, Todd, I was just messing with the format and stuff. And just trying, I was like, don't do that. I nearly had a stroke here in the middle of the office. So yes, it, it, the system works very well. It will alert me immediately if anything changes at all, including the format of the spreadsheet. <laughs> so even guys in the humor of the story is that the lines of communication yes, are wide open. They're wide open. And, and the they alarm know, system is working. And the alarm system is working. And they know, uh, they all have my cell phone. They know to call me. They know, you know, we had, we had one little hiccup in that, you know, sometimes you'll have a kid who we send home, all right, on, on the intermediate, for example, and then they may have an elementary school and a high school kid. Well, we send those two kids home as well, okay, just to make sure and be safe. And so we had an issue the other day is, you know, I called one of them and said, hey, you know, have you called the campus? And she says, well, I left a message. Well, no, we do not leave messages. You know, you, you, you call until you can find somebody. So we got that corrected. That's really been the only issue we've had as far as communication goes. Uh, and so, but no, it is, it is worked well. So if a kid gets sent home, so mm -hmm. I'll use my children for example because why not? If <laughs> if Michael gets sent home from the junior high, right? Does that mean he has COVID nineteen? No, not at all. So it just means he is exhibiting some of the symptoms okay. of COVID nineteen, which again can be the symptoms for 
flu, sinus, allergies. I mean, it's yeah. it's just a wide variety. And that's what makes the Travis so hard is, you know, someone say, well, he always has seasonal allergies. Well, we just, we need to make sure. Sure. You know, I mean, that's just the reality of the situation. Now, when, whenever and hopefully never, we do finally pop a positive test. Mm-hmm. Um, from previous podcasts, the district will send home a letter um, now, very carefully worded to protect the identity of, right. of said child. Right. But that's going to be the official correspondence from Correct. the district. Yes, and then we will. We will either. I don't know if we will send it. We will definitely make it known immediately. Okay. Whether we, we may send a letter home in addition to post it on our website immediately. Those sorts of things. You know, uh, one of the things I would uh, strongly encourage anyone is if you don't hear it from us. It probably didn't happen. It didn't happen. Let me just go out and limb and say that because that's that the source to go for us to go to regarding this situation is us. And one of the things I've made it very clear to everybody is we are going to be as transparent as we possibly can, and we're going to do it very quickly. And because I don't want, to, I mean, the reality is, Travis. I mean, everyone's trusting us right now. Right. I mean, they're trusting us during the middle of a pandemic. Okay, and so we're not going to break that trust. And and so if something happens, we're going to let everybody know and know very quickly. Now, the reality is, too, sometimes is we know how how things get around pilot point very quickly. You know, we may we need to make sure we put out factual information. But yes, we're not going to we're going to make sure we have stuff out very quickly and clearly to everybody. Let me ask you a direct, very direct question. No one at the ISD, to your knowledge, has COVID right now. Nobody. So this morning, comments on Facebook came out that said students have tested positive. That is not true. That is not true. Facebook is not a news source Facebook for the PowerPoint is not, ISD. No, it is not. Has, Go to PowerPointISD.com, call us, email us if you've got a question. I mean, and we've said this all along. Talk to us. Communicate with us. That's what we've got to have between parents and the, and, and the teachers and me and, and the community, everybody. Well, that was my next question. It's running wild on Facebook. Has the administration office received one phone call no. today from anyone actually fact-checking it? No. So I'll say what I haven't. I actually, in this whole situation, since we've been open since Thursday, right, I have not received one email call question at all regarding a positive a case in PowerPoint ISD, not one. So Bearcat Insider this morning at approximately 11 are the first people that have actually fact-checked this rumor Correct. that, that Correct. COVID-19 students have tested Correct. positive. Correct. At this and moment. And it's not now, true at this very moment. At this moment, moment, you know. Or when those comments came or out, when those it was not came. true. That's okay. correct. Well, and as a school district, you're only responsible for the information you're given. If a parent takes their children and gets yeah. them tested and they're, it it's, a, it's a positive out of school yeah. and doesn't tell you, yeah. that's not the school district's yeah. responsibility. And, uh, that is correct. and that, But that is why we've been saying the whole time, we've got to have open lines of communication because we need to, because that absolutely, Travis, could happen. That well, could happen very easily. That goes back to our favorite word to talk about, which is pods. Yeah. Because then, you know, yeah. it, we need to know because of the, the people that have been in contact. That's right. You know, that's now a group that is monitored more closely. Correct. Um, especially in an elementary setting where it's a homeroom type yes. setting. Um, yes. It's very important yes. for parents. If yeah. that situation comes up, you need to let somebody know right. as Immediately. quickly as possible. Immediately. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I, I think, I, we, and, I, and I know of parents, I know personally of parents, uh, kids here in the district, 
that have called up and said, hey, I just don't, I don't feel good about this. We're just not sure. We're just going to hang. And, and, uh, and that's what everybody needs. This is not a situation where if you're not feeling well that you fight through it. It's just not. It's not. It's, it, you know, and, I, and I've had to get on a couple of teachers who, you know, uh, you know, they no, get out of here. Well, you you're have not to think right. about the where, welfare of the That's district. That's right. You've got, to, you've got to think about the welfare of everybody. And, and so, and I think we have been ingrained for so long, all of us, that, hey, you know, it's just sinus allergies. You know, we just fight through this. Well, we don't know that because it can manifest itself that way and, and follow those same type of symptoms. So it is, it is a trick deal. <laughs> We're at three home volleyball matches, uh, and Chance and I have been to all three of them to, to broadcast them, uh, with Chance doing most of that work, admittedly. Um, One of us has stayed longer than the other. That's true. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Um, Mr. Southern, you were at the volleyball game last night. What was your impression of the, the environment? Were people masked up? For the most part. For the most part, yeah. You know, you had some, which is fine. You had some that were way away from everybody else or they were with their families way away from everybody else and they didn't have a mask on. I think that's fine. But, you know, if, if you're walking through the middle of the, you know, uh, concession stand area or you're sitting by a bunch of people who you don't know, you need to be masked up, yeah. And then we're eight days away from home opener football. We are. And so uh, that's going to be the next test. And so... Mm -hmm. It's like what, what Coach David always tells the kids and what we, we always try to tell them is if you if you want a football season and you want a volleyball season and you yep. want to play basketball, yep. uh, it's not only just the kids who have to stay on top of it. It's everybody. Uh, it's everybody. It's everybody. And so yep. for our listeners, we, we plead with you to please follow the the precautions that have been set in place by people that are way smarter than we are. Well, um, and, and, and what I've told everybody as far as the teaching staff goes is, is real simple. If, if we don't have masks on, we don't have kids here because the mask is as annoying as big of a hindrance as it can be sometimes, no doubt. Uh, that is what's going to keep this thing from spreading uh, like a wildfire. And well, so true. That, and even our personal opinions don't matter. If the decision makers believe that you need to be wearing a mask, right. then you need to be wearing a I mask. Mean, it's the governor's executive order. There you go. So, I mean, you, you got to do what you got to do. But yeah, I mean, it, it is, it is incredibly important that uh, we follow those executive orders and do what we're supposed to do because we want to keep everybody safe. We don't want to see anybody get sick. We want to continue doing what we've been doing so far for as long as we can. But if all of a sudden we become complacent or decide that, you know, I'm not going to follow the rules, we're putting this whole situation uh, in, in, a, in a bit of a bind here. And that's academics, that's athletics, it's everything. that's band, that's, that's everything. That's, that's everything. Yep. And, uh, I, in my opinion, all three of those things are very important to young people. Right. Uh, they need to be in school. They need to be involved in extracurriculars. Absolutely. Um, Chance, do you have anything else that you'd like to add? How is the, uh, in the previous podcast, you were talking about on the north end of the district, they were going to do an internet hotspot. Is that working as We planned? are about to release that information, and I'm probably actually going to put that out on Facebook here in a few moments. The one at, the, at Pioneer Valley, that is going to open up on Monday. Uh, and then the one in the community center, center here in town, we have that open right now. And they are both open from 8 to noon. Uh, kids need to be there by no later than nine and then they will be they need to bring their computers with them and we'll have internet access for them that's really for those kids who are online right now who are having issues with their internet and we are having a few issues with that 
So if they will go to those places, there's some that they're they're manned and they're they're ready to go. Except for you know Pioneer Valley, which they'll be ready to go Monday. Uh, but yeah, it's set up. And then are the numbers? able to be released yet where they were you hoped they were in our last podcast as far as the students and as far as the number of enrollment or total enrollment, enrollment yes uh we're down a little bit right now but we're enrolling kids every day so right now we're sitting at it about we wanted 1360 we're sitting at 1340 but we're enrolling kids every day i mean i know uh we've already enrolled three this morning and so uh yeah we're, i think we're going to get there I do. I think the way it's going right now, I think it's going. To, I think we're going to get there. That's good. That's good news. Yes, it's very good news. Um, it's for, very good for news for the health of the district going yep. forward. Yeah, that, that's very good news. Yep. Well, Mr. Southern, thanks so much for your time. Uh, we sure appreciate you having us in, um, and we appreciate your leadership. Um, and so, as always, this was brought to you commercial free by our sponsors: Ashley Marsh Photography, Dana Walker from Germania Insurance. Chandler Cabinets, the Pilot Point Post Signal, the Nutrition Den, Southern Junkies, and Puzzle Printing. And as always, Go, go Bearcats. Bearcats.